Hey, everybody. Absolutely fantastic show this morning. We dive into some of the volume issues that the NFT space is facing right now, both on Solana and Ethereum, and how that volume is actually migrating to other blockchains like Aptos and some other names that you probably haven't heard of before. We talk about whether this will be sustained. We also discuss the flood of traders on the Reddit side of the NFT space, which basically has exploded over the weekend. Very interesting to see the Redditors come into the NFT space space without calling the assets that they're buying NFTs. We also have Player Zero Records as our sponsor, and they talk about you know being a music label inspired by Web3's focus on community building. Overall, it's a great show. Hope you enjoy it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, October 24th, and you have tuned in to the NFT Morning Show. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week, where we discuss all things NFT market and Web3. We talk about NFTs that are going up. We talk about NFTs that are going down and suffering from the market, you know, just completely collapsing. And of course, all of the other stories of the NFT space. I'm your host, P.O., here with my co-host, Nifty Nick, the funniest man in the business. Signal, the author of the Nifty Daily Digest and one of the most analytical NFT market participants that I know, King Kicks, a trader's trader, a trader extraordinaire, and the CEO of crypto gaming company, Crypto Raiders. He's talking about Easy Eats Bodega, the creator of Bodega Buddies, the host of Solana Made Easy, now NFTs Made Easy, the Solana celebrity, an absolute rising star in the NFT space. Node, the host of Node Mode, the art and culture focused podcast with some of the best guests that you'll come across in the NFT space. The Deep, the host of Rolling Into Deep, one of the newest team members here at the Nifty, absolute treasure in the NFT space. Can't wait to see the deep grow alongside us. And of course, we have some other speakers. Wappy, an oldie but a goodie, a friend of the show, uh, and just a friend of ours, period. A trader's trader in his own right. Love having Wappy on the show. We got Lambo, Whale, and Wolfie, two members of the Nifty community. Great to have you guys on stage. Today's show is sponsored by Player Zero Records, a Web3 music label inspired by Web3's focus on community building. Retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow Player Zero HQ for a chance to win one of their Founders Pass NFTs. Wait till you hear about the Founders Pass and you see the way that they're rolling it out. Some of the last sales were at 5 ETH. Uh, that's all you need to know. Definitely retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow Player Zero HQ on Twitter. Well, it's Monday morning. What a weekend it was. There's some stuff to talk about in the NFT space. We covered some of it on YouTube on Friday. I see some of the action that Kix is talking about uh, in the Discord as well. But before I go in, <laughs> but before I go any further, Wappy, what's going on? Good morning. Good morning. I finally made it up for one of these. Yeah, I mean, look, it's uh, it's early AF for you. Uh, love having you on the show. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Any degenerate behavior, Wappy? I mean, I, I was at a wedding this weekend, but I was uh, trading coins and I sold a coin too early. So I was beating myself up over uh, not holding a winner. But otherwise, it was a good weekend. Uh, and then the Reddit stuff last night was kind of crazy. Okay, did you bet on the MMA fights? I know that you can be a gambling man. No, because I was in, it was going to be too much work for me to have to do that. I was in a state that didn't let me just download an app and do it. So that's no fun. And uh, 
Yeah, I didn't get to do it, but I listened to your space for a little bit and enjoyed that. Oh, thanks, Amigo. Thank you. Yeah, did the space with uh, a former UFC champion, 14-year UFC pro, 18-year MMA pro overall, Carlos Condit, the natural-born killer, You know, fought the likes of George St. Pierre, Nick Diaz, and others, and then a champion jiu-jitsu practitioner and current coach of the 125-pound champ assassin baby, Brandon Moreno. Hector Vasquez uh, joined us for that show on Saturday. What a great time it was a little dream realization for me to be able to call UFC fights. Hope that we keep doing that. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Wapi, what coin was it that you sold too early? I've been doing stuff over on the Arbitrum ecosystem, um, mostly because I think that there's like an Arbitrum airdrop coming, but also like what I've been doing the past couple weeks, maybe months, you could say, is trying to take a step back and figure out like what is the reason like... Uh, people should be using crypto what are some of the bullish things that are being built on it not just like these copy projects so i've been over at arbitrum trying to look at like what they have over there and they've got like on-chain perpetuals and on-chain options and some other like um not just swap prod or products coming out over there so this was like a platform token for like a newly launched options thing so it's like totally speculation and gambling but it's been just ripping and uh i did like a 2x on it but it's still kept ripping even past that so um, a little bit of FOMO that I have. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll get over it, buddy. Not the first time. And definitely stick around. I want to hear more about you know these potential airdrops and different things that you have going on. Uh, my co-host, Nifty Nick, good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm trying to buy these uh, Reddit NFTs since that's where the, the only action is in the market. Um, and I, I, don't even, uh, I won't even own the wallet, and that's the way it should be. So... <laughs> I'm really you do own the wallet. You can get a seed phrase from it and down or import it into MetaMask. Oh, you can. Yep they they there's a whole like FAQ they put out. So it's like damn on their app. It's very well done and interesting how they're doing it. But it's like it is a real seed phrase that you can get. Okay, so they uh, they did um, what was supposed to be done to the NFT market and made the user experience a good one, uh, whereas everyone else has made it more complicated. And uh, yeah, so that that makes a ton of sense. I'm moving forward. I'm only going to be trading Reddit NFTs. I'm planning on selling my punk, my ape, and uh, anything else in my portfolio, and just moving fully over to Reddit. Well, it seems like that's a good idea right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I know, well, well, look, we're going to talk all about Reddit NFTs because like Nick said, it's basically the number one market story of the NFT space. Obviously, you hear kicks shrieking. I'm going to interpret that as a bit of a battle cry for all of the people that have participated on the Reddit side of the shop. Love to hear Nick getting in the morning after most of the people in our Discord got in. Uh, sounds about right. Node, will you be participating on the Reddit side of the NFT market right now? This is what's so hard is like I'm a I'm two days late and I, and everyone's like, oh, you're you're so far behind. You know, this is too much. So I have no idea. But I did buy some art over the weekend. It felt good. I actually I actually pulled off a 4X uh, on, on the weekend on a piece of art uh, I bought. So shout out. You know what? I got to give a shout out to Twitter uh, as much as we bash on Twitter. The last two pieces, the last two artists that I've discovered have come from Twitter's tweets you might like uh, feature. <laughs> and I saw the art and I bought it and I loved it. And then, you know, this last one at least uh, is called, it's a project called Soul 365 
by Corey Haber. And I just really liked it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, and bought it. And then it, it, uh, it forexed in the last like two days. So pretty stoked about that. But I, the Reddit stuff is interesting. I don't know. I, I already feel like I'm late to the party. Well, congratulations on the 4X node. Love to hear art performing well. Love to hear you taking advantage of it. How about that other artist, the one that you lost the bid for? His name is a, oh, a Skylux, I think his name is. Any, uh, any action in the market for Skylux? He just dropped another uh, one of one, and the, the reserve bid has not been met yet. It's like five ETH, I think. So he's only dropping one of ones, which is, I, I mean, I like it. I think it's great. It's hard to get a gauge, right, uh, when you're only dropping, you know, one of ones and higher value. So, uh, but I, I love his new piece that he, that he dropped. It looks amazing. They all look great. So, uh, yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know about any action. There's just not as much liquidity over there. So, I mean, he's an incredible artist. He's taking, you know, an approach that I definitely, you know, admire and approve of from the artist's point of view. And, you know, instead of dropping a sizable collection, he's dropping these one of ones one at a time, but it seems like he's, he's ramping it up a little bit. I mean, he's, he's relatively prolific. And when you compare supply of a one of one artist like him to any, you know, profile picture collection, generative art collection, you have to think he's got a lot of time to drop these, even if he's dropping them once a week, once every two weeks, as long as he consistently drops them, you know, his supply will slowly increase. Uh, in theory, his hype will increase. And in theory, like more attention and, and more of a market can form for his stuff. So I like, you know, Rust from our Discord, shout out to Rust from our community. Rust is doing the same thing, uh, doing it even more consistently. And it's like, you can do that every day for 365 days. And that's only, you know, 365 total uh, supply as an artist. So I, I love to hear it. Nick, I saw you unmuted. Something to add there? No, not at all. <laughs> I just like uh, hanging out off mute, just uh, kind of go to go uh, counter to the standard, kind of the same way that the Reddit traders are operating right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get into it in a minute. Uh, why don't we throw over to Signal? Signal, how was your weekend? Did you do anything interesting? Yeah, I was good, man. Uh, I wanted to go test out these uh, board ape lounges. So I went to the airport, but they wouldn't let me in because I don't have a board ape. And then I went back home. And that was my weekend. Uh, oh, no. So wait, you got to the airport. You said, where's the board ape lounge? They pointed you to it. There's a bunch of big ass board apes right there in the airport. But you don't have an ape, so you get rejected at the door. Yeah, so I got rejected and then had to go sit with the peasants. But luckily, the plane would let me on. So I managed to get on the plane. You know, that 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 wasn't token gated. I got on the plane, managed to get to the, my destination, and uh, life is good. I'm you, now considering getting a, a clone X just so I can get the luggage. Maybe that, maybe that, just you, the luggage you said, shall be allowed. You said, where is the board Ape Lounge? And they said, you're in the wrong terminal and the wrong city, uh, because there's only three cities that that lounge is at. Yes, but maybe, Nick, I'm in that city. Oh, did you think of that? Mm, you didn't think of that, Nick. I also love uh, Signal's idea. Get the Clonex for the luggage. How else would you get some luggage that you really, really need uh, for your all your traveling needs? Um, Signal, what's the weather looking like in the NFT space? Uh, well, this morning, the weather is with Mike. But uh, just as a preview, I'm going to say showery. Kicks, how's that weather looking? Kicks. Yeah! Hey, what's up? I wasn't ready. Uh, Pio, this is super early for the weather report, um, but don't worry. Trying to catch me off guard, buddy. Don't worry. I have everything prepared um, except for my music. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, P.O. Uh, loved the breaking news. Kix doesn't have his music uh, ready. We're just using the same sound. Go ahead, Kix. Talk over it. Okay. Yeah. So um, here we go. Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Can you tell it's a Monday? Don't worry, guys. You're just hearing. You're you're hearing greatness in the making. Here we go. Today is Monday, the 24th of October, 2022. Open C volume. Saturday was 7.4 million. Small like a hobbit. Sunday was 7.1 million, like a hobbit baby. <laughs> Leaders, apes, 74.7. Mutants, 13.9. Punks, 66.9. Fighting for Rondor. Moonbirds at 9.4 ETH. Doodles, Gandalf's favorite, at 7.7. Clonex continues to do well at 8.7 ETH. Over the past 24 hours, Punks led the OpenSea rankings, but at number two, it's Clone X. The team has announced details on the Ramoma Fijito collab. The limited edition luxury Ramoma suitcase will be first released as 888 NFTs. Priced very low and affordable at $3,000. <laughs> Holders of an NFT will be able to redeem it for the suitcase during a forging event on the 15th of November, right after we forge the seven rings. Reddit users created 3 million crypto wallets to scoop up Polygon NFTs based on the platform's character. Mando, co-host of Rug Radio, summarized key data, including collection has a market cap of $100 million. And the 24-hour volume came in at 235K. And top avatars are selling for 6.9 ETH. Star catchers are back in the top 20 of OpenSea after a rumor that Moonbirds member Nijormen is doing something with the collection, which we will announce this week. Star catchers were down in the 0.02 range before the news and is now holding a 0.13 E floor. We love ourselves some speculation in this space. Last but not least, we can't not talk about the Azuki Golden Skateboard Auction. Proof of Skate. <laughs> which ended with eight winning bids totaling 1,901 ETH. In layman's terms, that's 2.5 million U.S. dollars. The winning bed went to no other than Dingling for the Dragon Album Golden Skateboard at a price of 390, also known as 460,000 dollars. Over in crypto, Bitcoin 19.3k, ETH 13.48. They both moved up slightly, but are still sitting in the range. Remember. We must fight against evil together in this land that we call home. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> well, thank you for undoubtedly the nerdiest edition of the weather report I think I've ever heard. Uh, shout out to all the people getting onboarded to NFTs right now. W like, welcome to Revenge of the Nerds. Some other updates uh, from Signals Daily Digest. Uh, you can subscribe at thenifty.com. Blur Marketplace has already traded more 30-day volume than PseudoSwap, despite only being public for four days, maybe because PseudoSwap's borderline impossible to use. Sam Bankman-Fried, founder and CEO of FTX, revised his crypto proposal on Saturday after facing strong backlash on Twitter, including from Node's uh, mentor or, or Node's, you know, father figure in the NFT space, DC Investor. Shout out to DC Investor, maybe the best guest we've ever had on the show. 
Coinbase has partnered with New York Knicks to auction, with the New York Knicks, to auction a collection of one of one NFTs featuring different artists. Auction winners will receive the NFT, two tickets to a Knicks game, and two passes to the Knicks Gala hosted by Coinbase in New York City in February of 2023. I wonder who the artist will be. I wonder if it will be the same eight artists that always get these gigs partnering with big corporate entities that are trying to make an entrance into the, into the NFT space. Uh, this one does sound cool that you can get passes to the Knicks Gala and meet players that don't want to meet you. Uh, G-Money's NFT clothing brand, 9DCC, announced Iteration 2 featuring Art Blocks and Snowfro, we know him, dropping during Art Basel Miami. Seems like people are getting ready to roll stuff out for Art Basel. No surprise there. And finally, volume across Ethereum and Solana has, wow, it has fallen to new lows. OpenSea posted a mere $7.1 million of volume on Sunday. And over the past two weeks, Solana NFT trading volume dropped from 14,000 users to 3,000. We covered this on the show on Friday on YouTube. We couldn't figure out if this data was accurate. We couldn't figure out what the hell's going on. What caused such a drop-off? Is this what capitulation looks and feels like? Hard to tell. Let's definitely dive in. Yeah, I got to hear from Easy. We got to talk about it for sure. Reminder, ladies and gentlemen, that today's show is sponsored by Player Zero Records. Retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow Player Zero HQ for a chance to win a Founders Pass NFT that we're giving away at the end of the show. It's worth around five ETH. You don't want to miss this one. We're going to dive into that project, dive into that business, and talk about that NFT specifically. It's going to be an absolute jam. Uh, I love all of my co-hosts and speakers having their hand raised, ready to rock, ready to jam here on a Monday morning. NFT space ain't going anywhere. Of course, the crypto punk yeah, himself I'm with punk, VR so goggles. We, NFT we already Nick. know. Let's party, baby. The uh, in terms of the volume um, and easy, we'll, we'll let you speak in a second. But you're you represent a dead blockchain at this point in time. Um, <laughs> in terms of a uh, number of uh, people participating. Uh, you asked, is this capitulation? No, this is, uh, we're not yet there. Um, until there is like really no one participating. Right now, we still have 16,000 uh, wallets participating in the NFT ecosystem across Ethereum and Solana, uh, which means that uh, until the only remaining people are the listeners of this show, uh, <laughs> then we won't have uh, fully uh, hit the bottom. Um, so that that's what we're aiming for. We asked on Friday on the uh, YouTube show, we said, how many of you in the comments have uh, made an NFT purchase recently? And it was a surprising amount that had made a purchase within the past week. Yep. Um, which just goes to show the only people trading uh, uh, is, is our audience, I feel like at this point in time. Uh, 16,000 people trading is not uh, great. Uh, I think there were more people that bought a Reddit NFT uh, this weekend yeah! by by a large margin, which just goes to show that uh, the the term OG is gonna is gonna uh, categorize a group of people that are still looking at like we're gonna be like looking at our Beckett monthly uh, magazine as it applies to NFTs, uh, counting our uh, cards that are sitting up in the attic at our parents' house. Uh, remembering the good old days when they were worth something while everybody else has moved on uh, and uh, doesn't give a crap about uh, owning their keys. <laughs> 
Gotta love it. So we got a lot of people with their hands raised. We got Easy with his hand raised. Gotta hear from Easy. Uh, Easy, what's going on? Yeah, I appreciate Nick's comments about a dead blockchain. But at the end of the day, your boy still made like just shy of what I think is a two ETH equivalent trading Aptos Ooh. since all of Solana Ooh. moved over there. So Nick, I love the FUD. Uh, I think the last time you made a trade was 2019, so that's great. <laughs> the last time you probably made money on a trade was 2016, so that's also great. I wish you nothing but luck. I appreciate the FUD. You're clearly not helping the ecosystem with this uh, unique <laughs> traders, so I love it. So, so you're you now an Aptos representative, apparently. He, the, I was talking whoa, about whoa, Solana. Whoa, 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 whoa. I you love just... when you just throw FUD. I've not yet made an allegiance. I'm a, I'm a money maxi. I enjoy making profit on NFT trades. It's typically what the content is about, so I'm glad that I can continue to bring new and unique content instead of just hearing constant FUD and negativity and just the punk privilege glaring from those terrible <laughs> VR pixels. You, so, you just proved my point. Like uh, the dead blockchain I was referring to is Solana. You left it. You're now on a, whoa, whoa, a blockchain whoa, whoa, called whoa, whoa, Aptos. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who said I left? <laughs> I'm still making trades. I'm still part of those 3,000 wallets. One of us is still doing their part here. The other one is a negative Nancy or a negative <laughs> Nick who likes to complain and FUD and not help the problem at hand. They'd rather just talk negatively and bearish and do nothing to change that. Instead, they'd rather sit on their hands, complain, and just talk about this bleak situation we're all in. You'll be down to two traders on there, you and whoever takes the counter position, and that's when we'll have hit the bottom. That's well, two more traders and two more trades than you'll make in all of 2022, my friend. Okay. So I, I've, I, I've made some trades. Let's be clear. I actually yeah, just sold my. Uh, uh, what, all I gotta say is, all you nerds talk about Solana and Aptos. Look at the OpenSea Polygon daily volume. That's a god candle yeah, that's from Cody. That's just cooking right now. Someone well, <laughs> we got King Kicks in his battle cry for Polygon Reddit NFTs. We got. Uh, Easy calling out negative Nicholas as we're coining him now. I wish I had thought of that sooner. Uh, about wow, that's a genius trading. name. I sold an <laughs> NFT yesterday. It was yeah, Lana you're Del Taco. Draining liquidity from the ecosystem and causing more problems. <laughs> Lana you Del Taco, shout out to one of our audience members who bought it from me. <laughs> that's great. Selling your NFTs uh, that are clearly rug pulls to audience members. That's it. Let's put that in the testimonials. Hey, audience member, can we get a testimonial from you? you they shot a me a text message. They, they said, hey, just so you know, you, need to, you, I need, you needed help clearing that wallet. So I will be promoting all of my uh, crappy NFTs moving forward. Some scammer sent me a Rocket League mint pass. Uh, so that one. He knows you like Rocket League. <laughs> That one, uh, and there's an offer there for 0.474. With not no be volume on one. the collection, right? No I volume. Hammer a Rocket League NFT, just saying. <laughs> well, they're going to come eventually. That's that's so funny. Somebody trying to bait Nick into a scam via Rocket League. People are people are clever. That's really funny. So look, I, I actually there's a lot. There are a lot of jokes there, but there's a lot of. Uh, you know, kind of meat to dive into there. A couple things. Solana, vo Solana volume is a concern. One immediate question I have is easy. This number is being thrown around 3,000 wallets. How does that make sense? Don't you have like 50 wallets? Yeah, I mainly trade, like I mainly buy with one wallet and then I kind of transfer that around, which like looking, I went through the same data yesterday on stream and going through, the fact is like there's more unique sellers for the last two weeks, even longer. But like we had 10,000 unique buyers, 12,000 unique sellers as of October 13th. So it's still a downward trend. 
But I think some of that data is a little bit more skewed when it comes to like buyers and sellers. On Sol, a lot of people will move assets to a brand new wallet to sell it so that people aren't tracking their exits. Like that's something that happens a lot because like even today, I don't do this often enough and I still get DMs of people like, why are you selling this? I saw you buy it, so I bought it. And like I know a lot of people who are much bigger in the space than me are doing the same thing. What I'm more interested in is the sales number and the number of total transactions. Those are the two metrics that I'm typically looking at. It is not a good sign to see like sub 3K. Uh, that's a very bearish sign, obviously. But I think the other big thing is... You can't like, even fill out a, a small high school basketball yeah, stadium. <laughs> like you can't even have a high school graduation with those numbers, you know? So like that's the wildest part. The other thing though is like when I look at some of this stuff, it's uh, I think a lot of it does come down to like what happened with the 0% royalties. You're not going to get an interest of creators coming to the space. And like a lot of people... When I join like these random Aptos discords, it's 99% of Solana people. So like right now, it's just like musical chairs, hot potato, whatever you want to call it. People looking for liquidity in any location because people aren't trading on Sol. The other thing is like when you have five to six mints on Sol a day still that aren't selling out, the, the, the value of those like getting traded at all and getting bought is not the best sign. So like we haven't had any major catalyst. Right now, Frank had a space overnight where he broke down some Ute stuff. I still have no idea when the hell we're going to get a reveal. And at this point, maybe 2025. But he did also confirm that Metaplex will be releasing a contract with enforceable royalties, which I think is going to bring some lifeblood back into the ecosystem. We'll see how it bounces. But uh, right now, people are kind of having fun on Aptos. It gives me like early Solana vibes of like people just excited to mint and flip anything. Granted, I think this lasts like 72 to 96 hours before the music stops and that all inevitably goes to zero. Well, we'll have to see. For people that don't have context, Easy is an incredibly technical trader, in case you couldn't tell by his explanation. And the other thing is that when we first started working with Easy, really at the beginning, during the beginnings of this show, over a year ago at this point, I remember Easy very early on said, I'm moving and, and exclusively trading NFTs on Solana. This was in like, I don't know, September or maybe even August of 2021. And I just remember being like, what is this guy even talking about? Is he crazy? But it's because Easy really does have his ear to the ground and is able to identify things early. So I love hearing that you're you're messing around on these different blockchains. I just I'm blown away by how small these numbers are. Everybody says that our space is so small, but when you hear these numbers, the space is like literally the size of a high school actually. Like in terms of participants, it's actually the size of a high school, which is just completely nuts. I don't know, Easy. Like, do you think Aptos will have any traction? I know you just kind of made a joke um, that it's going to go to zero in a few days, but I don't know. What do you think? It we'll could, to be honest. Like, the fear though is fifty-one percent of like VCs and private companies and corporations hold the tokens. So, but I have to look more into their vesting schedule because I do think that that's going to cause a dip. We're just seeing like a lot. The issue is there's not many metrics to track this, but like the marketplace that they have isn't terrible. And the wallet they have is more developed than MetaMask. I said that to Nick yesterday when I was texting him and his, he had a quality response. He was like, that's not saying much, which he's right. But uh, they seem to have some form of development over there. My bigger concern, though, is looking at some threads, a lot of like developers who are trying to build on Aptos have complained that it's not very user-friendly and that it's a little bit more difficult than some of these other chains, which has always been a positive for Solana. And a lot of the traders I'm talking to are emphasizing that their goal is to make Aptos and bring it back to Seoul to buy projects that are dipping here. Got it. Okay. Well, deep. do you have any thoughts on this? Obviously, you're a Solana participant. You're very familiar with how easy moves. You have your hand raised. What's going hey, on? Hey, P.O. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, say, hey, uh, yeah, thanks for calling on me. Uh, so uh, 
I w- yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, Aptos, I've been trading a lot on Aptos. And, uh, you know, that blockchain no one was even familiar with uh, last Monday. So, uh, yeah, thank you. You know, I really appreciate you calling on me. But, yeah, Aptos is, uh, you know, it's a bunch of garbage and I can't even uh, find it anywhere. Wow. So that sounded just like Dadeep, but considerably less funny. That's interesting. Dadeep's lost a step. Uh, Dadeep, any, any kind of follow up to that? Uh, hey, Pio, how's it going? Um, I, I actually, you know, had, had an observation that I wanted to share with you. Uh, as soon as I entered Solana, it's uh, entered a bear market. So now I'm sitting here thinking to myself, am I the baddie who caused all of this downfall? <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm not trading on Aptos because I'm not interested in, in, you know, like in a chain that's so relatively new and, you know, hasn't even seen like uh, a genuine price action because as easy, you know, uh, spoke about it, it having like a really uh, funny, you know, like, uh, like, Unlocks are still left, you know, like you you are not going to see any genuine price action till the majority of the unlocks are done. So with that being said, you know, it could be a lot of uh, short covering and everything that's, you know, like really, uh, you know, like pushing its, its uh, you know, like price, uh, you know, like to the upside. But uh, yeah, I'm just concerned about, about, you know, what's going to bring back uh, volume uh, to, to Solana. And apart from that, I had something more to say, but Nick really, you know, put me off my thoughts there with with his uh, mimicry. So, yeah, Pio, thanks I for think the deep is hitting something in the background. This guy's angry at Nick right now. He's, He's like right chopping out. things on a on a chopping block and no, no. picturing it as me. Wait, wait, that's actually firecrackers because it's Diwali in India today. So, yeah, it's it's a celebration out here. Oh, awesome! Oh, happy Div- Diwali. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we are trying to, you know, like celebrate the goods victory over evil. But I don't know when are we going to, you know, win over this bear market. I guess, you know, like uh, th- this is like I-, I wasn't expecting the zero percent royalties and everything to cause such a massive hit on the market. To be quite honest, it seems very reactionary. But yeah, we do need some form of narrative. I guess uh, the only reason why Aptos is seeing the volume is because of the narratives. So if the narratives come back into the Solana, you know, like ecosystem, I think, you know, all the people who move there will will start coming back, you know, like showing up one day at a time, as Easy says. So yeah, it's all about narratives at, as of this specific moment. So, you know, like whenever that happens, I think we will see some light back into the ecosystem. Well, yeah. Dadeep, do you think that you're going to be moving Bodega Buddies over to the Reddit blockchain or are you going to stick with Solana? Uh, no, we are not moving anywhere. Uh, we we made a move in the beginning and I guess we are going to stick to it. Uh, yeah, we are going to take over Solana, isn't it? Easy. No comment. What What the fuck is Aptos? Like, is it, why is no one asking that question? Like, every, like... Th- you this, don't like, do anything cr- besides complain. Okay, Get hold down, on. Put your ear to the ground. Do some damn research. You probably have no idea what SWE is. You probably have no idea what any of these other new t- coins are. Like, take some time. Get out of your stupid little punk bubble and look okay. at this stuff. Okay, I appreciate that. But uh, seriously, like so- suddenly, like all of Solana just migrate. What type of loyalty do these people have? They're just move over to a random blockchain. Cash. <laughs> How do you even buy Aptos? 
You can't. You're in New York. <laughs> That's Stupid. the best. That's the best. Well, I did not. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you Wait, uh, so, are not able to buy Aptos in New York. You can that barely sounds- buy Ethereum in New York. So, so where, where do you, where, where are you buying it? Coinbase. Since I'm not in New York. So Coinbase. Well, if you're in on Coinbase, you can only buy it uh, outside of New York. Yeah. All yeah I click on the little sign that says APT. I press the buy button. I put in a debit card so that I can transfer it immediately. And then I send it for 0.008 cents to my hot wallet. I then log in and I buy JPEGs on the Aptos blockchain. Okay, I, got, I, I, I understand everything uh, after the purchasing. I, I was just wondering, are you, are you being serious that New York can't yeah, buy Aptos? New York actually can't. Yeah, there's a few bridges I can send you if you really want to dive into this, but you'll just complain and say mean things. How long did this... Uh, did, was it came out four days ago. It's been being developed for the last year. They've released their vesting schedule. It's backed by some decent people, but I'm still not insanely bullish on it. Uh, they had a nice airdrop. People were getting upwards of $1,000 at a minimum when they did the airdrop by participating on the test net of it. And yeah, I know a few people who got in the six figures by multi-walleting the airdrop. Damn, that's crazy. I actually did hear about people making tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, w- real quick, Wappy, did you did you get a chance? Did you get a piece of that? I know that you're usually privy to that stuff. Uh, no, I forgot to farm the Aptos right before it. So I missed out on the Aptos one, but I'm making sure not to miss out on the Arbitrum, the ZK, and I think there's Sui get and a handful Swee. of Swee's other ones. Bang. Sounds like SWE is something to be uh, discussed. Well, look, I mean, the Aptos thing is interesting. You're seeing uh, volume move around here in the NFT space. I mean, you know, the volumes that we're seeing on Ethereum are a big concern, I would think. Having it be cut in half like that is pretty gnarly. Uh, we got Wolfie on stage with his hand raised. Wolfie, something to add here, or a different topic? Uh, no, I mean, it's kind of a different, I mean, I want, I, I want to do the, the Reddit thing, but I mean, Easy faded that. I tagged him in the Reddit avatars uh, sub, uh, you know, uh. and uh, he faded me. So <laughs> that's because he was so busy on Aptos, a ra- a random <laughs> blockchain. What is Sui? How do you spell Sui? S U I, S U I token. Uh, yeah, in their uh, in their uh, uh, NFT uh, website, Nick is called uh, NGMI. Dot XYZ. Is it really? That's pretty good. Um, well, we'll dive into we'll dive into that. We'll dive into the Reddit NFTs. I want to throw to Press. Press, very thoughtful. I like the way he thinks about the NFT space. However, very, very often, in fact, maybe every time, we'll talk about NFTs that he owns, and we don't promote financial assets on this show. So no talk about OniForce, no talk about 10KTF, but I'd love to no, hear no, no, what no. your thoughts are on things that we're, we're discussing here. No, good morning. I could uh, I could just wait until the uh, we talk about Reddit. I think it's probably the most interesting thing that's happened in the bear market. So I'd love to, uh, you know, get into that whenever. Let's do it now because I mean we got kicks here. What's your take, press? And then we'll throw to kicks. What's going on with Reddit? Yeah. So by the way, kicks that score on the re- the weather report had me like in tears. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. So you know, first of all, we have to be careful about the semantics, right? These are collectible avatars. We don't want people to run away from <laughs> from us talking about NFTs. Uh, just kidding. But yeah, so I was really interested when I saw, when I saw that um, the Polygon wallets on Reddit had eclipsed OpenSea. Like I was someone who was deep into like moons on our cryptocurrency way early, um, you know, back 
when they were first talking about them before they even dropped. And, you know, I think these, these NFTs, so they have benefits for the people who use the app, right? Like your name might stand out more. Um, when you make posts, your text could be highlighted and animated, like things that Redditors care about. But the people aren't buying them to like flip them. And some, some might not even know that you can sell them on OpenSea. So, you know, there, there's really high unique ownership. Uh, there's minimal sell pressure because a lot of these Redditors have no idea that like, you know, their, their NFT is 10x or their collectible avatar is 10x and they, they don't even know how to sell. Uh, there hasn't even been a lot of volume because a lot of people don't know how to bridge from our side. So um, I think over time there will be a lot more awareness from, uh, you know, from the Reddit side into the collectible avatar space, <clears throat> whether they actually come and stay. I think it's non-contributory to overall adoption, but I think it's a good sign that there's like this interest in the Reddit and NFTs. I think it'll lead to a lot of uh, education. And uh, I'm, I'm just surprised it took off so quickly and in the current global market conditions. Like, you know, I was I went onto the Reddit app marketplace when I saw the OpenSea statistic and there's like none, none are, you know, they're all sold out. Uh, so that basically every every Reddit NFT that I'm aware of is in, dish, in circulation in the wallet of someone's vault on, on Reddit. And uh, yeah, there's no instructions for like, hey, if you want to sell your NFT, like this is how you go to OpenSea and sell it. Like people just don't know. So I think it's a huge setup um, in, in a good way. Um, I think it's basically win-win. Uh, if the NFTers that kind of get into Reddit NFTs and flip them do well, uh, people will be like, oh my God, look at the price of these Reddit NFTs. And that'll make, you know, front page on Reddit somewhere. And there will just be more eyes on, on uh, digital collectibles after this. And and in general, uh, this is just a question for everyone. So I'm a longtime Redditor. And I'm just curious, like, does anyone know about these? Like, like actual info, release schedule? I feel like when I was trying to figure out where to find them and which ones to buy and whatnot, I Googled Reddit NFTs. And it's just articles talking about Reddit NFTs against OpenSea wallets. And I couldn't actually find like where they talk about when they release. And you got to be know, in the, the Nifty Portal Discord. Yeah, I, f I feel you on that press because uh, literally some guy, uh, I need to remember his name, so he's not some guy, but like a month ago came on the YouTube show in the comments. and was like, y'all need to get into Reddit NFTs. And you can just watch me on the show start to get visibly more frustrated and angry as I spend 30 minutes trying to find out like how to mint some and I, I just couldn't figure it out at all. So, but I think there's a, there's a thread in our, our discord that that's uh, the problem. Yeah. I mean, and that's what makes it so good is that anybody ha has the Reddit app can just go on there and buy them with Google play money or app store money with their credit card. And, and, uh, it makes it easy for them. They don't know it's an NFT and, and, uh, that's why we don't know where the hell, hell to go. Yeah, and so look, we should talk about this. So a couple things. When you think about what Reddit is and what Reddit communities are, it actually like makes a lot of sense that Redditors would adopt Web3 in full force. Everybody probably remembers from 2020, the Wall Street bets saga. That was all on Reddit. I feel like Reddit communities are primed for NFTs. As Reddit communities do an arbitrary hate for NFTs was uh, formulated, it seems. I mean, if I'm wrong about that, definitely fill in the blanks. And it's almost like now they've been tricked into NFTs. They're loving NFTs, as you would expect that they would. And all those things that press called out, the fact that they didn't know how to sell them, they don't know that they're NFTs in the first place. It's a little bit too complicated to understand. Um, it made it so that the learning curve of whoever could sell 
and whoever could buy, like there's this game being played where people that can sell are able to get a little bit more money than maybe they could, they would be able to. People that can buy early are, are you know, getting uh, benefit from that. So it's worth talking about. I, I want to hear from Kix, but obviously the crypto punk raised his hand. Nick, something to add before I throw to Kix? No, you can go to Kix. You can come back to me after. I, I wanted to bring something up about these uh, other blockchains, but we can continue with the Reddit conversation first. Okay, cool. So, Kix, you you've been you know fascinated by the Reddit thing to say the least. You tried to get in, you couldn't figure it out. Uh, have you officially gotten in? It sounds like you have gotten in at this point. Yes, I I, I officially got in. The thing uh, we talked about this on Friday that uh, it's it's always the things where you can make a ton of money are always the things that are weird and like you kind of don't like at first, right? So, like when I first heard about the Reddit NFTs, I'm like, ah, that's weird. I don't really like it, right? Uh, but then when that guy came on the show, I wanted to buy then because I was like, you know what? This is just like the ENS digits. You know what I mean? I don't get it. So I hate it. And I'm going to miss out on uh, generational wealth. Uh, pretty much any like of the uh, avatars, if you minted it on Reddit, not all of them, but a, like most of them are up like 510x. Um, and what's really interesting about the Reddit NFTs is they're all priced, my understanding, at like around $10. So this is what we've talked about when we're talking about like onboarding the mass market or like normies. It has to be affordable. So it's like $10 for someone to buy one. Um, and uh, what Press said was 100% spot on. Like a lot of these people are just collecting them. They don't even know that they can sell them and stuff like that. But you have to think about the red pill event that, for example, there's some people on uh, on uh, uh, on uh, uh, Reddit that probably minted the senses. Uh, which is at a floor of 1.9 ETH. And they probably minted it for $10, right? So you're talking about just some random person that minted something for $10 and now it's worth $2,600, right? Do you think that they're going to figure out how to get onto Polygon and sell that? Uh, I'm going to put that at a 99.9999% chance. So they're going to figure that out, right? And when you think about the effect that that will create when all of these normies that bought these things for $10 and find out that they've made $100 or $200 or $300, this is the dream of NFTs. This is what everybody is chasing, you know, and to have like normal people be able to hit that is is like really significant. So I think that this is great for the space. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, they don't even know it's NFTs oh, they don't even know how to trade them. They're not going to actually onboard. Maybe you're right. But also I've seen some threads from Reddit where people are like, I think I'm starting to like this NFT thing, like normal people, <laughs> right? They're like, oh, actually, this is like kind of cool, right? And when you think about it, how are these people onboarding? They're buying with Google Pay, right? Or they're buying with Apple Pay on their mobile phone. It's it's like nifty gateway, but even easier to that these people are getting onboarded. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's really cool. And uh, the, the trade that I made is... It's just so funny, right? Because like I think about the Reddit like collectible like you know community, and they're they're like that's why I played the Hobbits. So they're like the little Hobbits, and they're just having a good time. They're trading and having fun, and then out of nowhere, like the Ethereum whales, like you know the evil orcs, like come in, and they're just like, oh, I'm gonna sweep the floor. I'm gonna take, the, <laughs> I'm gonna take all this shit, and like you know. So I yesterday on Twitter, I see all of these pumpers, all of these people that are just always pumping stuff on Twitter, and they're making their like profile picks. Reddit uh, NFTs. I'm like, okay, here we go. We're about to hit like mania pump levels. And then I saw all of these guys, uh, all of these people rather, uh, sweeping like the gold rare version of Spooky Season, which is number two on OpenSea. So all of these people, they were buying the, the gold rare one out of that collection. And let's see the highest last sale on that. 18 ETH. Wow. 
uh, maybe I should have bought one of those because I think I saw <laughs> the low numbers are going for insane amounts, which I don't even get unless it's number one. I don't see why a low number would go for that much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so number one went for 18 ETH. So I saw this, and at first I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And then I was like, wait a second. Okay, these these rare ones are selling for when I saw them at like, you know, two, three, four ETH. I'm like, uh, and the, the floor on the collection was at 0 0.02 when I saw it. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to buy the rare one. I'm just going to sweep the floor because what's going to happen is, is the rare buys is going to pump the volume on this. And anybody yep. looking to get into Reddit NFTs that don't know what they're doing, like me, they're just going to follow the volume. And so I, I ran to my computer and I swapped. Uh, I already have money on Polygon, of course, because of Crypto Raiders. I swapped money into Wrapped ETH. In the four to five minutes I swapped, money, swapped the money from Wrapped ETH, I missed the floor at 0 0.02, but I got in at 0 0.04. I bought like nine or 10, and now I'm just dumping them on these fucking idiots <laughs> at 0.35. So, well, this is like the biggest story, also because this is where NFTs are actually headed, like up until now. Uh, th there's been, th it's the sheer volume of people who have bought these NFTs, uh, surpasses, I feel like the number of people that have traded NFTs in the past year, like basically all of the volume was happening from this like small number of people. And then suddenly out of nowhere, Reddit introduces what's essentially digital collectibles, uh, rather Whoa, than novel idea. Yeah. Rather than calling it NFTs. And so there's a ton of volume there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th this is uh, the future of NFTs, frankly. What's interesting, though, is that the secondary still is happening on OpenSea and that there's no, like, built-in uh, market for that where, like, you could see this acting similar to how, like, Vivi uh, operated last year um, and where, like, the whole ecosystem is built within itself. Uh, but it is interesting that you can have your own wallet and that you can convert it and then sell it on to OpenSea, which means that technically it is onboarding uh, more people to NFTs. That said, uh, Kix, I don't know if the people, I guess what would happen is, is th there must be some area on Reddit where people are discussing them uh, because uh, how would you know otherwise that this thing that you bought is worth something? Well, like of course. You, you you'd have no visibility to it because it doesn't show you on Reddit. No, of of course there's discussions happening. I mean, I just think this whole thing is almost like a parody of itself in the sense that how many times have you heard somebody say like, let's say like you know Sergito comes on our show, right? Shout out to Sergito, and we ask him like, what's your prediction? That, you know, guy like that, he might have actually said, I'm using it as a comparison because I feel like this is something he would say because he thinks about these things in a really smart way. He Like something he would say or maybe he even did say is like, we need to get to the point where people buy an NFT without knowing that they're buying an NFT, right? I think I've been saying that for the entire, like longer than a year, which was like, look, the corporations are going to come in and they're just going to be viewed as collectibles. Okay, take all the credit, Nick. No, I'm just kidding. You have been saying that. Um, but anyway, think about it. Like, you've got this arbitrary, uh, you know, like political hate for NFTs where like, you know, it, it just happens with new stuff. Elio Trades, who we do a show now at 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern time with, was talking about how uh, it was something from the gaming space. Kicks would know better than me. But basically in the gaming space, I think it was like in-game currency or something like that was at first just hated. It was like, you know, totally like uh, 
rejected by the gaming community. And then what a surprise after two years, they're like, well, this isn't so bad. And like, you're literally seeing it live, you know, right in front of your face with Reddit right now, where it's like, oh, maybe these digital collectibles, these NFTs aren't so bad. It's just literally a, a parody of itself. Like once these people get a 200X and they buy something with a name that they recognize on a All platform that they're comfortable with. Sorry? Yeah. It, it, it's it's like a communist uh, when they when they make a million dollars and then they're a capitalist. You know what I mean? They're like, wait, wait, never mind. This is actually pretty good. Uh, I like that Hassan Twitch streamer. Um, anyways, uh, there, uh, someone messaged me and said there's a Discord and then there's also Reddit avatar trading. Um, is is the Reddit uh, the subreddit rather that everybody is talking about this trading on avatar trading? Shout out to Kiss the Future High uh, for sending in that information. Avatar trading. I'd love to know if if NFT or non fungible token, if those words or or that abbreviation is anywhere in that thread anywhere. No, I bet it's, it's you, if you write NFT, it gets actually auto banned on Reddit. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, you can't word NFT. There's some if you search like there's some threads and it's like Reddit avatars getting attention of NFT whales. Uh, yeah, they're they're talking about it a little bit, but it's like three and nine days ago the last time NFT was mentioned in that in that uh, that subreddit. I mean, this is hilarious. And and what does this remind you of? It reminds you of Nifty Gateway, uh, you know, people that were early on Nifty Gateway in late 2020 buying a Slime Sunday's last stand of the nation state for 40 bucks kicks. Well, how much did that thing run to? 15 grand or something like that? Oh, man, dude, that thing cooked. 40 bucks to 15 grand. People that followed Beeple on Instagram, right? Beeple has been doing his every days for 13 years at that time. I think he still has been doing it. He missed one day. He missed the day that he went on the Jimmy Fallon show for like the second time. He literally just forgot to do it. Anyway, Beeple was a well-known Instagram digital artist, had over 100,000 followers. A lot of people were fans of his work. Joe Rogan, I think, had talked about him on his podcast before. So people that were just fans of Beeple saw that he was doing a drop on this platform called gateway where you could buy an, an NFT of people or, or excuse me, a piece of his digital art for a thousand bucks, right? Digital art. That was the word you heard about. Digital art. Now you're hearing collectible avatars, but at that time it was digital art. When they talk about, about it on CNBC, digital artists are making so much money. The $1,000 that people spent on that Beeple piece turned into 200 grand. The drop was in December. It was 200 grand by late January. So you put 1,000 hard-earned dollars into a Beeple NFT without really even understanding it was an NFT, and it multiplied by 200x, and you could then take that money out and pay off your house with it, all in US dollars. Incredible stuff. So we got a lot to unpack here. We got Lambo on stage who asked me specifically to come on stage to talk about Reddit NFTs. Got to hear what he says. Then I, I can't wait to hear from Spencer we haven't heard from today of Spencer Ventures, but Lambo, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I use Reddit every single day. I, I got the notification when they opened up their marketplace on Reddit. Everyone got pinged and it was like, claim your free NFT. So for all the users, the 2.5 million users out of their claimed 50 million daily active users that um, actually paid attention to that notification, every, we all were able to claim one of four collections of free NFT. So that created the 2.5 million wallets. It's not like everyone even knew that it was an NFT. And can you spell those? By the way, you you so you have to you have to um yeah it, the floor price is point oh one you have to send it to an actual wallet a Polygon wallet from your Reddit account they don't have like an actual secondary marketplace UI yet I'm assuming yet it would be dumb not to in their case they'll, but, um, they'll build it they'll build it yeah I'm, I think they will build it but I I mean like the thing that 
I think this is just like if you're buying right now into the Reddit hype, I don't I think you're just gonna get burned. That's all I'm saying. That's all I wanted to say. Um, you know, yeah, there's 5.4 thousand people in the avatar trading Reddit of the 50 million active users. So like that's a point zero 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 one percent. You know, a lot of this volume is just coming from crypto Twitter. I mean, we use Twitter, not Reddit. So I don't know why we're all talking about Reddit NFTs. Um, (laughs) That's just my two cents on the topic. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're wrong that we're late now and the majority of the pump has happened. If it was a bull market, I would think that there's more pump to be had. But obviously, we're all walking on eggshells in the current market conditions. I mean, you got Gary V, you know, posting a video to his Instagram followers about how Apple is reducing production on the iPhone 14 because they have a ton of data and analytics that show that consumers are going to tighten up their spending in Q4 just because of... Of, you know the uncertainty in the markets. I got to hear from Spencer. Wait, wait, Spencer, before before I end, I just wanted to point out that these are all independent creators. Like these aren't like NFTs by Reddit. You know what I mean? Traditionally, how we think of a, a collection, like Yuga Labs has an artist, Doodles has an artist. These are just artists. You could apply to become an artist and sell your collection, and you could choose what the supply is on your NFTs within Reddit. So it's not like these like Midas Gold NFTs are the only gold nft that will ever be on reddit that's what people are missing like in the wall street bets community if you had if you had platinum or whatever i forget the the thing is you got a special nft for your avatar capabilities so like you could be the big dog in the feed this is all this that's all this is just built on top of polygon it's it's nothing like groundbreaking it doesn't have to. Well, it does. It's groundbreaking in the sense that it's appealing to a market that we think inherently would would value NFTs, but because of like arbitrary po- like like political opinions, I keep using that word because it just feels the same. Where it's like there's no good reason, but they're like NFTs bad, you know. Um, and the thing is, though, what you just said, you you're like these aren't Reddit NFTs. Yeah, you're right. Nifty Gateway NFTs weren't Nifty Gateway NFTs, and yet when Micah Johnson drops uh, Genesis Part One on Nifty Gateway because it was on the platform that we all use to buy NFTs, there wasn't really another centralized platform for this quote-unquote digital art. And then people liked the story. They liked the message. Micah was a former pro baseball player. And um, NASA tweeted it out. Boom. Value creation right there, right? So it doesn't matter that it wasn't like a nifty gateway NFT. It doesn't matter that these aren't Reddit NFTs. Reddit is delivering them to their audience, and their audience is comfortable buying through Reddit, but not comfortable going on to OpenSea and, and buying even like, you know, whatever, buying an Oni Force or something. Because they're like, I don't know what that is. That's an NFT. I'm here for the Reddit stuff. Signal, you have your hand raised. Something to contribute here, then we'll throw to Spencer. Yeah, as a question to uh, anyone with sort of deep knowledge on the uh, Reddit NFTs. So what's interesting is obviously you've got these rares, these gold Midas ones that are being sold. Um, But it also means that there's lots of price dislocation here, as as I see it, because obviously you have the traits, but now you've mentioned that there's different artists. So does anybody know, like, if there were any artists within the collection which may be viewed as up and coming or more premium compared to you know, the rest of the artists who contributed. Wolfie? The, the big the big seller right now is an artist named Rojam or Rajam. I, I might be spelling that wrong. It's R-O-J-O-M. And uh, that's a big, huge one. has got a lot of volume right now. His first collection was called The Senses. 
and that is like it like it's two eighth floor almost for that one i think that's a huge artist there and another big artist i know is uh t faust or tyler faust and those are those ones collections are going the floor on those which the floor is represented by the artist's 1k collection which were ten dollars so in a, a lot of these artists was dropping three so uh, uh one that cost a hundred dollars on the reddit app uh which is like around 100 or 200 uh, in the in the collection of those in the, those editions and then uh, like a 50 dollar one or a 25 dollar one and there's about like 500 of those or whatever and then so the big ones uh, like the midas one is there was a hundred of those in that whole collection and those were i think a hundred dollars so uh yeah you're seeing insane returns on those but those are the two artists that i know of is rajim and uh and tyler faust and i know there's got to be some other really good artists and there's some really fire ones honestly in my opinion yeah, and I mean, there's artists that post their work on Reddit. So then the Reddit users can go and look at how like uh, kind of valuable the work is according to the artist's status on Reddit. I mean, this is this is not going to stop. Whether or not it becomes like a bubble and Reddit people start getting wrecked, who knows? But I love the rollout, rewarding people that are active on Reddit with special avatars. That'll create an, an NFT bull out of somebody if all of a sudden you get airdropped an avatar for free because of something that you've been doing for free for years, like just contributing on Reddit, and you have a sense of pride in your contributions there, and then that thing ends up mooning and you have a high-value asset. That'll turn you into a bull. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, reminder to retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow player zero hq on twitter this is courtesy of today's sponsor player zero records we're going to be diving into them in just a little bit you don't want to miss uh the opportunity to get one of these founders passes that were given away um i'll throw to nft nick after spencer because spencer's been patiently waiting spencer what's going on hey nick uh sorry hey Pierre, and <laughs> one of those mornings um yeah I, I, my two cents on reddit is that like i think it's cool but I think it's also interesting to me. Like, so I scrolled scrolled through our audience for a while here, and I don't see anyone listening to this show right now with a Reddit PFP. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily bearish. But when you have these events where you bring in like new market participants that aren't, you know, as used to NFTs, as we've said, like this could be great. We have new entrants, but I think it's also a huge risk factor. And I think it, it's interesting to see. Like, I don't know many people who are like NFT native people who trade a lot who like tried to mint a lot of these. And I think that's probably why we see this big price pump is because everyone who has these big wallets is like, oh shit, I should have gotten in on this. Now I got to buy off secondary. As you said, there's barriers to selling, um, et cetera. And it, it just, it, it makes me sort of like nostalgic a little bit. Cause I remember when, you know, a lot of, uh, when I was first entering the space and when a lot of people were first entering the space, um, you know, we would buy into a project and like the hope was that it got picked up by some crypto OG who had some wallet with like 2000 ETH in it and they'd just start sweeping and et cetera. And I think as we've seen this transition, what this feels like is sort of the people who had initially entered the space looking for those giant whales to sweep are now buying into and being the exit liquidity for a new crop of people who are entering with like $10, right? And so I think it, it's just interesting to see where a lot of the people I think buying this are at a different point in the food chain than they were earlier. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. And what you also brought up is, so we we talk about this all the time because we're content creators. I can't get people to go and leave Twitter and go and subscribe to our TikTok or go and leave Twitter and subscribe to YouTube. Obviously, that's an exaggeration. There is a certain conversion rate and you know we have traction on those platforms. But 
the, the NFT space largely lives on Twitter. And I think one thing that you alluded to, Spencer, is uh, you know the idea that Reddit maybe doesn't convert to Twitter in the same way, right? Because we don't see the Redditors hanging out here. I'm sure there is some crossover. I have to imagine since both platforms are natively writing focused, there there is some crossover. But maybe you see Reddit emerge as basically a top three social media platform for NFTs. Like right now, I'd say Twitter and Discord are the top two social media platforms. And then you could probably throw YouTube in the mix. During a bull run, you see Instagram and TikTok actually have pull. But yeah, I mean, that's it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out from an NFT uh, from a social media perspective, given what we know about NFT social media now. Nick, you have your hand raised. What's going on? This is not Reddit related, but the the other story we discussed, I mean, there's pretty much two big stories, but they're incredibly relevant in terms of the future of NFTs. The Reddit one obviously is an important uh, story. The Aptos one is also a massive story, though, because uh, anyone who has a blockchain at this point in time is is looking at this saying, holy cow, like you're telling me you can still use NFTs to like pump a blockchain. And that to me is uh, pretty damn fascinating. Aptos only launched like their token uh, a week ago, basically, um, and the the market cap is one point two billion, fully diluted nine point seven billion. That's a lot of uh, you know I, I would say value creation. Although uh, you know someone's inevitably going to dump these tokens, but anyone who's running a, a layer one, developing a blockchain. They're looking at this saying, okay, guys, we need to be the Web3 blockchain, which is literally how Aptos is positioning themselves. And they're already the 42nd largest uh, token, basically out of nowhere. And and that to me is, uh, and the fact that their token has gone up uh, since then is very positive. Inevitably, you know, maybe this ends up uh, dumping at some point in time, but uh, it's just impressive that they've managed to. Um, get this sort of volume uh, going effectively out of nowhere. And I think there's going to be a lot of other people trying to replicate this now. And it just goes to show the same way that um, marketplaces are being disrupted, right? OpenSea was like 99% of volume. Now it's uh, maybe less than 50% or something like that. We could see some disruption on the blockchain side as well, just by the mere fact of what went down here uh, with volume going over to even Cardano, is uh, pretty crazy, and and I think that it's uh, it, it just shows you know may, maybe uh, that a lot of the positions that we sort of assumed as strength in the market, uh, all that can change pretty much overnight. Well, yeah, I mean, and look, uh, reminder, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is sponsored by Player Zero Records. If you retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow at Player Zero HQ, you'll be entered for a chance to win a Founders Pass NFT worth about five ETH. We're going to talk about all uh, all about that uh, just in a few minutes. Uh, but speaking of disruptors, I brought Gabriel Layden, the CEO and founder of Limit Break, and of course, Digidai Gaku made a lot of made a big splash in the Web three uh, news cycle because of the funding round and a little bit of a brazen approach, kind of kicking in the door on blockchain gaming and freedom mint NFTs. Gabe, you DM me, said that you had something to contribute here on the Reddit topic, the idea of free NFTs and crypto Twitter. Would love to hear from you. Hey, thank you. Can you hear me? Oh, we can. Okay, great. Um, I'm a big fan of your show. I I listen every morning, but I try to listen after it's over. (laughs) It's an awesome show. You guys are really funny. But what what I wanted to say 
um, was that uh, you know, free NFTs are how NFTs go mainstream, especially through Web2. Um, uh, if, if somebody's been paying attention to my Twitter, you'll notice like, like my most viral post was one of them was about how Apple allows wallets in apps now. So this allows every game to give NFTs for free to every player, just like what we're seeing with Reddit. And I think uh, crypto Twitter hasn't really you know, figured this out yet. And um, as a result, you know, they've got PTSD from all the price action over the past year, and they just cannot believe that NFTs are going mainstream. And this, this Reddit uh, event that's happening right now is kind of proof that, um, that crypto Twitter is just kind of blind to mass adoption because they're just so beat up by the market. They just can't believe it. They just, they can't believe what's happening. And over the next 12 months, um, more Web2 products are going to do this. In fact, probably all of them. And we'll see hundreds of millions, if not billions of NFT, new NFT owners and traders over the next 12 months. So it's kind of time to snap out of it. Um, and, and, and I honest, obviously believe that games are going to lead the way, but it's time to get positive. Um, you know, maybe, maybe the NFTs that you own from web, from NFT 1.0 aren't going to make it, but NFTs certainly are. Yeah. And this is a topic that we talk about all the time is like just having to be adaptive, especially in a market like this because of the evolution. I was not adaptive when I first got into the NFT space. I participated initially on Nifty Gateway, got completely wrecked uh, on Nifty Gateway during that bubble bursting and probably only stuck around the NFT space because I was making content in it every day and just watched Board Ape Yacht Club go by. Could have bought a Board Ape for 200 bucks, right? Just watched it go by because I was like, I just got wrecked on Nifty gateway. These NFTs just crash. It's not even worth the risk, but I'll keep making content on it. And obviously, we know how that, that story ended. Uh, Gabe, thanks for coming. Uh, if you want to pop on, on in two hours, we do a show with Elio Trades, and he's a big gaming guy. would love to have you there and, and hear your thoughts there, too, if you're around. Nick, you unmuted. What's going on? Yeah, just last comment on Reddit uh, NFTs is that, yeah, yeah, Aptos really is the future. And so I think that that's uh, an interesting... <laughs> no, no, but uh, in, in all... Uh, seriousness. Yeah. I mean, we're basically like all that this, the, the summation of all this stuff is we are early that everyone and that anyone that's betting on, uh, essentially decentralized blockchains, um, I may not like, I'm actually curious, but I I've been saying all along and we discussed this and it, and it's, it's the question of is like, are we fighting in this battle or, or, or not? In, in the case of Reddit, they are on a decentralized blockchain in the sense that they're using uh, Polygon. But I'm wondering, like, with the other corporations that enter the space, whether or not they're going to even use that. And really what we're just discussing at this point is uh, digital collectibles. Um, it, it, I'll be interested, interested to see what, like, who ends up uh, powering uh, those NFTs in, the, in that blockchain and we're so damn early with this entire uh, process. I, I don't know that I, I'm I'm sort of joking about Aptos being the one that does that, but yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe we see a multi-chain future. Maybe we see a centralized platform that aggregates all the chains. So it actually doesn't matter what chain uh, these different things are on. And then maybe you see the consolidation uh, to one chain afterwards and we start wrapping everything. That's a really hard thing to predict. Who knows? I love the way Reddit rolled it out because it's like you get it through the Reddit platform, but it's not like Nifty, Nifty Gateway where they custody it for you. It's actually like a decentralized, you know, polygon-based NFT. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I see a lot of people uh, having buzz over the Founders Pass NFT that we're giving away courtesy of Player Zero. They are today's sponsor, a Web3 music label inspired by Web3's focus on community building. Uh, you know, talk about disrupting. We have Lauren from the Player Zero team. Lauren, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, so we I, people want to know all about Player Zero, specifically a little bit about the auction. But before we get to that, um, I guess, what can you tell us about what Player Zero is, what the mission of the organization is, and you know everything in between? Yeah, so as you mentioned, we are a Web3 music label. Um, and so what does that really mean? We are a music label releasing real music. We're backed by some of the biggest talented creators um, in the industry. They've worked with artists like Blink-182, Dua Lipa, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Britney Spears, and more. Um, so those songwriters, producers, and creators are creating the music for our animated virtual artists, or what we call AVAs. What is an AVA? Uh, we are sourcing using PFPs from big um, big projects like Cyber Brokers, um, and I can't leak the other ones that are coming, but we are leveraging the IP rights of these PFPs to turn these PFPs into actual musicians and releasing music on regular DSPs. Well, I love the leveraging of existing NFT IP. We've seen this successful in the past, you know, uh, you know, collections like 10KTF, for example, where having a valuable PFP like a board ape, a mutant ape, a crypto punk allows you to create assets that in theory have more value. And there's definitely, you know, numbers to back that up. Uh, so when we look at the collection itself, the founders pass, mm -hmm. what exactly is the founders pass? And, and let's talk a little bit about, you know, what's happened thus far with it. Yeah, so the Founders Pass, um, the art was created by Fuck Render. Uh, there are only 100 in existence, and this is our Genesis token into the Player Zero universe. Um, so it's meant to be kind of more exclusive. These folks um, get access directly to us um, and then access to our relationships in, in the music industry. So um, what does that mean? For example, we just gave away um, Gorillaz tickets, tickets to the Gorillaz. And these were tickets that came from the artist allocation. So not things that are like on market sale that you can just kind of get on Ticketmaster or anything like that. Um, but these folks also just have access to us, like I said, via what we call the green room. Um, they can kind of give us their input as we're, we're guiding the project um, and then access to other cool and IRL stuff. Awesome. And, and you know, so the, the supply, like you mentioned, is 100 of the Founders Pass, Correct. Correct. And I'm on playerzero.xyz. I'm loading up the Founders Pass Gallery. So if I recall correctly, the first 50 of them, you strategically basically curated uh, individuals you know, to allow to mint. Am I right about that? Exactly. Yes. So the fifty, the first fifty were done in an exclusive pre-sale event, um, and these were sold to people. Like we did a lot of onboarding Web two folks uh, into Web three. So I mean, we all know how fun it is to set up a MetaMask. There were some music industry veterans that were like, "Yeah, I, I want to, I want one of these, but what's a MetaMask? How do I set up Ethereum?" So that was a a fun challenge for us, getting on Zoom calls um, and helping get these folks into our ecosystem. 
Yeah, I can imagine that that was a good time. I mean, I think we've all we've all kind of been there. Uh, so, okay, the first 50 was a pre-sale that was basically a curated list of individuals that you think would be valuable to have in the ecosystem. Now you're in the throes of doing individual auctions on the remaining 50. It looks like, yeah, we're, we, the auction for number 89 is live. So about uh, exactly. 11... Yeah, 11 more in addition to 89. I'm looking at the history of the auction. Founders Pass number 88 sold for 5.16 ETH. 87 sold for 4.91 ETH. 86 sold for 4.95, 4.67, 4.94, 4.73. So these things, even in, in just a traditional auction where the market can decide the price, are going for at, near, or above 5 ETH. Um, you know, anything that you can attribute the success of, of this collection to so far? Yeah, I definitely think, um, like I mentioned, a lot of this is the access uh, that, that we're giving to these holders. Um, so, for example, one of the, for first-time buyers, there's a minting bonus. Um, so we're going to give VIP or higher level tickets to any festival in the U.S. Um, so once you hold it for 90 days, you can reach out to the team and we'll we'll make sure that you can get different access than you normally would be able to if you were to buy a GA ticket um, to any of these festivals. I also think like the, the quality of the music that we're putting out, like we believe in it. Like I mentioned, we've got these industry giants behind these the, behind the music. Um, and, and we're really, we're spending the time to, to make sure that the quality of the music is good and, and really trying to focus on building an authentic uh, and genuine community. So yep. wh- oh, what ahead. is the music aspect of this? Like in terms of what, what does someone... It, so, someone buying the NFT, do they get to own that, or like what? what like, how do, how does the music factor into the actual NFT itself? Yeah. So, uh, those that hold this pass, and then we also have another tier of NFTs, our artist pass NFTs. Apologize, I forgot to mention. Um, when you hold the founders pass, you get every single artist pass NFT in the future for free that we we drop. And those artist pass NFTs give you access into the creative direction of the actual artist. So, for example, we do have one. Um, Cyber Broker Live, uh, shout out to the Cyber Brokers. Uh, her name is Amari, Amari of Medina, um, and she is our pop star. Um, and she's about to release a new single this Friday. Um, and the, the artist pass holders were uh, participated in the actual creation of that song. So there are a couple of different drops that we are exploring um, for the new single. And so those Amari pass holders were the ones that decided which actually made it into the final cut. So, so what would they, they'd be like, yo, that needs a little more bass. <laughs> yeah. So we gave, yeah, exactly. I mean, like we gave them a couple different options that the producers and songwriters were like, yo, these are both great. What does the community think? Um, so the community got to vote. I mean, that's so cool. Yeah. People in, you know, web threes, like you, you talked about the focus on community. Obviously we experienced that with our community. Uh, people absolutely love participation. I love the idea of giving, you know, people that are interested in the music business, interested in being able to get deeper into the music business, essentially an access pass, you know, to be able to participate and to contribute. I'm sure Nick has more questions, but first, I just want to talk a little bit about the backgrounds of the folks that are like the founders of this organization. Um, feel free to name drop. I know that you told me that you don't like name dropping, but I'm, I'm giving you full, I'm, I'm asking for some name dropping here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so our CEO, uh, um, he he founded the music management company Dexstar. If you don't, I don't from the music industry, I don't expect you to know that. But they started with folks uh, like DJ AM back in the day and Steve Aoki, and he still works with Blink One Eighty Two and manages Travis Barker. 
um, our head of music, so doing all of the A&R, sourcing the music, working with our producers, he started as the day-to-day manager for Deadmau5 and has over 75 certifications with tens of billions of streams with different acts, including Kygo, uh, Rita Ora, Steve Aoki, and Madison Beer. Um, and he worked at, at Ultra Records, if you all know Ultra Music Festival. Um, and then our COO, he has spent his entire career scaling Web2 uh, startups. I actually worked with him previously, and that's how I came to the project. Um, and yeah, so so the, like our, our music team is stacked and they've got years of experience building and, and growing artists. And so we're we're applying that to Web3 now. It's awesome. And, you know, the part that I love is that, you know, you guys are utilizing the relationships and the access that the founders and the people in the organization have in the music world to be able to offer, you know, benefits basically to holders. We talk about that all the time. We, I think that we're going to see this in the sports world where if people have access like to tickets in bulk, like let's say a Vayner, Vayner Sports or something has access to tickets, that's an easy, uh, really easy way to kind of deliver value to holders in the form of like an airdrop or something like that. So it'll be awesome to, to see what long-term uh, you guys are able to offer. Nick, I saw you muted. Do you have a question? Yeah. I'm just wondering, like in terms of, uh, like where the, when you sell the NFTs, cause ultimately one of the things that I think a lot of us are dealing with for at least, uh, you know, a year or two or a couple of years, a lot of us that sold NFTs that are continuing to sort of quote, uh, develop value for, uh, NFT holders, we generated money up front. And so we're able to invest in like delivering experiences down the road, whether that's, uh, us reinvesting in, uh, for example, us building out a PFP or hosting events in person. And now we actually have like uh, on our end, a revenue generating business. So we're able to reinvest regardless to uh, holders. But I'm wondering, wh- how does like uh, the money get distributed? Like if, if you buy one of these NFTs, does money go to the artists themselves? Like how, w- or, or is this basically uh, player zero, you all developing the organization like, how, how does that get distributed? Because one of the things that I'm wondering about for a lot of NFTs is really that, which is how does value get produced and sustained, basically? And that that's something I'm trying to, like, navigate. Yeah, so we are backed uh, more than seed. We have, we have investment. So all the proceeds from these uh, NFTs are getting invested back into um, the business and 100% into the content production. So something that's a little bit different than the traditional model is that when we're working with these amazing singers um, and songwriters and producers, we actually have higher splits or percentages given to those folks than the traditional music industry. Um, And so we are investing this money directly back into this premium content production. And then outside of the actual music, um, we'll be doing IRL and metaverse experiences and making sure that we're delivering those benefits to our holders. Um, So so like I said, like we've got a lot of access, we're leveraging our relationships, and then we're also going to leverage this to make sure that we're we're giving some, some IRL benefits back. Awesome stuff. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, last chance to retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow Player Zero HQ uh, for a shot to win the Founders Pass NFT that we're talking about. They're selling between 4.75 and 5.25 ETH pretty much on a daily basis via these auctions. So you don't want to miss this. Um, I want to dive into the next NFT that's coming up. But first, uh, Signal, what's your question? Yeah, um, I mean, this sounds really cool. I love the fact that in any U.S. 
festival, you guys um, will give out VIP level or above access for tickets. I thought that sounded um, really cool. My question was on the metaverse side of things, you talk, to, you talk about having metaverse activations. Um, how do you see this playing out in terms of attracting people to go to metaverse, to metaverse events, given that most people like to enjoy music uh, in real life? Yeah, I think, you know, this is something that everyone in the space is trying to figure out, right? Um, but we do want to explore doing some sort of metaverse concert where they like a, where any holder can interact directly with the, the AVA. Um, and then also looking at some of these other metaverse experiences that exist on other platforms like the Sandbox or Decentraland and seeing kind of how their festivals go. Like we would love to grow into a space where we can sponsor an entire stage in Decentraland. I know they've got this big music festival that they do that's got like a five figure attendance, stuff like that. Really cool stuff there. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, reminder, last chance, retweet the tweet that's pinned at the top and follow at player zero HQ for a chance to win. Drawing the winners now. I'm going to invite the winner to the stage. Valuable giveaway here, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely want to retweet that. Um, you know, so, so last question about the NFT. Obviously, this is an expensive NFT, right? Not every single person uh, can afford a 5 ETH NFT. Not even that you guys are pricing it that way. These individual auctions are simply, you know, the market is pricing it at around 4.75 to 5.25 ETH on a very consistent basis right now. But my understanding is you all have another NFT coming out that's a little bit of a lower uh, you know, barrier to entry from a pricing perspective and a higher supply, correct? Yeah, exactly. So we actually already um, released one for Amari, and that is the artist artist past here, which was priced at 0.02 ETH. Um, and so for every future artist that we release, uh, like I said, we have some more coming soon. Um, we will drop a an NFT that's at the more 0.02 range, um, so easier access into our world. Okay, love to hear it. And uh, and are there any like key dates coming out? Uh, in the future that people should pay attention to, you know, for player zero, any dates that uh, have notable events? Yeah. So Amari's releasing a new single this Friday and then pay attention to what's happening in January next year. Um, Cause we're really going to start cranking, releasing a few new acts. Um, so stay tuned on our Twitter, join our discord. So you guys can get the early info um, and, and make sure that you can get in early. Awesome. And I'll throw a little drum roll here. I just invited No Sensei onto the stage. So if you're in the, well, you are in the crowd. If you can come to the stage, No Sensei underscore NFT, you are the big winner. If you can come to the stage, I've invited you. Just accept the invite and you are the winner of the Founders Pass NFT. That is no sensei underscore NFT. I'm assuming he's scrambling to his phone. I'm assuming I should expect a DM that he's on his laptop or something like that. We're going to give him another you know, 10, 15 seconds. Otherwise, we will redraw. Um, so, oh, no sensei. Hello. Here hello, you are. Hello, hello. Wow. Congratulations. How do you feel right now? Uh, I, can't, I can't believe it. I've never won something this big before. It's oh, so amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually at a loss for words. Um, <laughs> well, we can tell. The, the last guy that won on this show was basically crying his eyes out, No Sensei. You've disappointed us a little bit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but I, yeah, I, I mean, I've been, I've, been, I've been listening to you guys. I read. Cry! <laughs> Um, I'll no, th thank you, no sense. Yeah, I, I've been listening to I've been listening to your show for for a long time, and I 
basically every here here in Malaysia, it's it's nine nine p.m. every time the show starts. So it's basically like my my evening ritual to you know listen to the show. Um, I really I really think this show is one of the you know one of the best shows for Web three and NFTs in general out there right now. So well, thank you for hyping us up, No Sensei, and congratulations <laughs> on winning the Founders Pass by Player Zero Records. I sent you a DM that says "winner, winner." Please respond with your Ethereum address, and I will provide it to the Player Zero team. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. You know, any closing thoughts for the audience on Player Zero? No, other than like, hey, make sure you pay attention to the auction. We've got eleven days to go. Would love to get some more of you folks into the universe. Um, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. You know, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to our sponsor, Player Zero Records. Check out that Founders Pass. Uh, the founder represents Blink-182, so we'll close with a little Blink-182 record. But make sure that you check out the tweet that's pinned to the top that has the Player Zero Twitter handle. If you're interested in the music industry, if you're interested in music in general and community with NFTs, uh, you know, from a very legitimate organization, then definitely check them out. This is the NFT Morning Show. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week. It's Monday, baby. We'll see you tomorrow. Check out our show with Elio Trades in two hours. See ya.